So welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show, and we are going to discuss today seven mistakes that will keep you from reaching your goals in 2022. Now, these are going to be some critical things that you may well already be doing or have done in previous years, which are why you have not got results. So what I want you to come away from this episode with is clear guides in terms of where you are now, where you want to go, and what's been holding you back over the last few years. Before we begin, if you hit the link below this podcast, there will be a link where you can download my 59 fitness myths opt-in, uh, which has a full guide in terms of some more detailed fitness myths that you have mistakes you don't want to make next year. Now, to discuss in terms of mistakes that people make when it comes to achieving their goals. Now, one of the biggest things I'm a big fan of is putting pressure on yourself. Now, why would you put pressure on yourself when it comes to reaching a fitness goal? Now, what I mean by this is you haven't actually got a set defined date of when you want to try and be in shape. So, for example, if you just want to be quote unquote healthier and have a fitter body and a better lifestyle, you want to look better, but it's all a bit woo woo and there's no real substance to it. Guess what? Your why of why you're trying to actually achieve that goal is not really strong enough. It's like when people, people need to put pressure on themselves to ultimately achieve results. And that's how people perform. But I know myself, for example, I perform best under pressure. So to give an example, my Instagram account got disabled this week. So if you haven't, please go follow my new Instagram page, which is at Charlie Johnson Coaching. And what that's done is lit a fire under my ass to do all the other things I should have been doing by being complacent because I had an Instagram account with half a million followers. So what is really important is that you don't become complacent and that you have something that gives you a clear defined goal for you to work towards and also a hard set date to work towards this is why we like working with clients at CTO coaching having photo shoots or having holidays to work for or weddings or a day where you want to look the best you could ever look and like on this day you can be like when you're working out and when you're trying you're sticking to your nutrition program you're like I just want to look amazing my wedding day I want to look amazing this photo shoot I want to prove to myself how great I can be and that's what you want to be thinking about is how can I become the greatest version of myself? How can I be better than I was yesterday? And this is one of the big mistakes people make. It's not having a clear goal with a set date and a hard stop. So number one thing we need to think about, don't make that mistake. Think about, okay, 1st of August, I'm going uh, on holiday with, like, to Ibiza with my friends. I'm going to look amazing. Or 1st of July, I'm getting married. I'm going to look the best for my wedding day. That's really what you want to think about in terms of goals. Have something concise. So number two is trying to lose weight too fast. So actually before this, just had to message with my clients to tell them to fucking rein it in because he's doing way too much cardio that I told him not to do. One of the biggest mistakes people make, which is really constant to popular belief, is trying to lose weight too quickly or being too aggressive when it comes to a calorie deficit or doing cardio. What you want to focus on doing is doing the least amount of work possible to get the maximum amount of results. And that's actually the key in terms of long pro- long-term progress. So... What we want is a sustainable process so that you can do it for a long period of time and then get results. Ultimately, with a body, if you try and push your body to lose body fat very quickly, what happens is when you start trying to eat normally again, you'll start to put the body fat on very fast. Because if, uh, and this happens a lot with women, when they cut their calories very aggressively, their body starts to down-regulate the metabolic rate, which means your body's actually trying to conserve body fat, keep it on its body, on the frame, because it's thinking it's almost going to starvation mode. Now, when like to give you a tactile point of how many calories is too much to be cutting, um, a, a nice round amount I recommend for most people is around 500 calories. So, for example, if you're sitting there and like, Charlie, I don't want to lose weight too fast. I'm really worried because you just said this. What you want to do is you want to say, okay, 
I know roughly if I eat 2000 calories a day, that will maintain my body weight. So great. So what you want to do then is you want to cut your calorie intake by 250, maybe do an extra 250 calories a day of exercise. So that could be like a 30 minute walk. And then, hey, presto, you've got 500 calorie a day deficit, which is going to be a decent amount of fat loss over a week. So that should drop you a couple of pounds of body fat. Now, that is going to be sustainable, which means you can do it for 12 to 16 weeks, which means if you drop a couple of pounds of body fat for 12 to 16 weeks, hell yes, you've got yourself an awesome transformation. And that's what we basically do at CJ Coaching. Now, what often happens, people try and do like a thousand calorie deficit and they can do it for five days. The weekend comes and they're fucking starving. They eat the world and go off the rails. And then Monday comes around, they feel really guilty. They do the same thing again. And it's just a vicious cycle of feeling guilty every Monday. And I'm sure you've been there and you've been that person um, trying to be too aggressive with losing weight and not understanding why you can't actually get progress. So that's one thing you really want to think about. And that point actually really ties into point number three, uh, which is the whole cheat days thing. So this is a really moronic thing to think about. Like no food is inherently bad or cheat. We can have all foods we want within some sort of moderation. So what we have to think about is if our goal is to lose fat loss, is to lose fat, we have to be in a calorie deficit over not just a day, but over a week. So it's the macro, not the micro that really gets us results. So for example, if you were in a calorie deficit five, six days a week, but day seven, you ate in a surplus of like five, 6,000 calories, that's going to mean you're not going to lose weight that week because you're eating so many extra calories over the week, over that one day, it's pretty much offset in the other days. So the whole analogy of cheat days and, oh, Sunday's my cheat day, I eat whatever I want, is probably the most stupid thing I've ever heard and one of the worst things created by social media, to be honest with you. And that just is what it is. So what I want you to think about instead is what we use with clients is our free meal strategy. So... I personally love eating out. I love traveling. I love having an awesome time. And I want to have an awesome time, have an awesome body, and also eat the foods I love and not be restricted. So what we put together is what we call our free meal method, where at the weekends you can have one meal where you have what you want. I'd always recommend you make that the last meal of the day, and then you can still get progress doing that. Now, when I say people can have a free meal and they can have what they want, I don't mean they go absolutely nuts and eat an entire Oreo Extreme cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory, but you could have a three-course meal and not really have any issues. And we factor that into the nutritional programming. And do you know what the best thing about that is? It makes it sustainable. Because if your fat loss progress is not, and process is not sustainable, then the long-term results will not be attainable. And then it's going to be a complete waste of time and just going to be yo-yoing the rest of your life. And that's where the one thing we teach clients to become self-aware. So that life, the results aren't just for 12 weeks, 16 weeks, six months, or a year. They're for life. And that's what's life-changing. So next point I'll talk about is number four, which is not sleeping well. So sleep is a vital component in terms of fat loss and also in terms of brain and overall health. So essentially when we sleep, our brain essentially flushes almost itself with liquid and removes loads of metabolic toxins and other things like that, which will have a huge amount of restorative health to the brain and also the rest of the body. Also helps to reduce cortisol, which is very, very important. So sleeping is very, very important to make sure we optimize that. Um, also helps in terms of release of natural growth hormone, which again can aid in terms of fat loss. So from that aspect, what I'd recommend you focus on is try and get seven to eight hours of good quality sleep at night. Try not to eat within two hours of going to bed. Try not to have caffeine within six hours of uh, going to sleep because it's going to have a negative effect by elevating your heart rate. And uh, sleep in a dark room. Um, I use an eye mask. I'm a big fan of that. I'm very sensitive to the light. Try and make it nice and quiet. Cool. Sleep environment has a big effect. 
And the last thing I'd say is your body has what's called a circadian rhythm. Your human body like structure is try to go to bed at the same time every day. Try to get up at the same time every day. I've been yo-yoing back and forth from Dubai like next week, a week after I've done eight, uh, four rounds of there and back. So it's eight flights in six weeks. It's a four hour time difference. And I keep waking up every day at three 30 in the morning in the UK. It does have a negative effect on you. So try not to do that. Um, I just speak from experience. So that has a very, very negative effect. So optimizing sleep is a really, really big one. And that's one of the levers that we pull on with a lot of clients. They don't really look at fixing. Now, next point I'm talking about is number five is no training structure. Now, what do I mean by that? So simply going to the gym and doing what I did when I first time I went to the gym, doing every machine in there is not productive. Going to the gym and just doing whatever you feel like is not productive. If you have no actual plan and you're a rudderless ship, are you going to maximize your progress? No. So what you want to do is think about having a structured idea of what you're going to do before you go into the gym with a predefined workout, with a predefined goal, even knowing what weights you're going to try and do, what kind of reps you're going to try and do, so you can actually push and progress yourself. So the whole point of transforming your physique and building muscle and burning body fat, particularly with weight training, is we're creating an adaptive response from our body. If you're not pushing yourself to actually um, try and change your body to do something it hasn't done before, it's not going to do that. So what you really need to be doing is having a training structure and a program that allows for optimal recovery, a progression in intensity and strength, and uh, allows your body to actually improve and progress. So that would be number five. Number six is a massive pet peeve. I have a whole YouTube video on this, which will be out shortly, is your phone. The phone is one of the most beautiful and horrendous inventions of the last 20 years. So it's changed the world. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do what I do now for work without it. So I'm obviously very, very um, happy about it. However, having your phone in the gym is a big taboo. You shouldn't be doing that. So what I would recommend, put your phone in airplane mode, click a badass playlist. So if you go onto Spotify and search the CJ Magic Muscle playlist, that's mine, everyone's listened to that. And then just don't look at your phone again. Like phones in the gym are very distracting. Phones in life generally very distracting. One of the best tips, I'm going to give you some tips actually in terms of um, attention hygiene, let's call it that. Turn all phone notifications off on your uh, home screen of phone. No notifications. I have my phone so no one can even ring me. It just blocks everyone who calls me. Uh, my home screen of my phone has no icons. I did have my crypto blockfolio account on there until the crypto market went south and it just got very depressing looking at it. So I took it off. Um, and a couple of other things actually in terms of computer hygiene I'll talk about as well in terms of helping focus. I would recommend removing all the icons from your desktop so you've literally got a blank screen. Um, remove, remove all notifications from your computer so you don't get emails popping up, all sound effects, all that rubbish. And then a couple other things to help you with social media. If you use Google Chrome, download Facebook Feed Eradicator, which means when you log into Facebook, it means you won't see the Facebook feed which will distract you or trigger you to do anything. And secondly, you can get the YouTube feed eradicator, which essentially does the same thing. So you can go into Facebook, do whatever you want to do, go into YouTube, do whatever you want to do, and you're not getting distracted by negative BS that you necessarily don't want to be seeing. That would be some wonderful advice, not just from fitness, but from overall health and productivity, which is a big thing we get into recently. Number seven, this is probably a big pet for of mine, and that's copying influencers' workouts and also copying influencers' diets and nutrition programs. Now, you could say, Charlie, you're an influencer. You have a following of social media. You have influence. 
technically yes technically no so my intentions were never to really become an influencer or to do anything like that i just love health and fitness i love helping people helping people i'm not genetically gifted i just work hard and have worked out how to maximize the potential of what i have which isn't particularly amazing but i look okay for in my comparison for what i used to look like which i'm very happy with so the most important thing you can do is actually focus on the training you need to be doing and the nutrition you need to be and a lot of the influencer workouts are absolute dog shit and i actually i can't think of a better word to use than dog shit because it's just part of poo to be honest with you so be very aware of that and in particular um a lot of like the big superset workouts and doing retarded exercises like doing like plate chest presses uh, I, I enjoy putting those on my old instagram account when i had that for reels because it's just almost like comical value and i look at people when they're doing it in the gym like i want to go and explain to them like why don't you just use a dumbbell or a bar instead of holding a plate really awkwardly trying to do a press um but i don't really want to be that guy but i hope you know what i'm talking about but generally the basics work really really well and if they're just executed really well which is the big thing that i'm paranoid about teaching clients is how to execute movements really well because when you learn how to execute movements and exercises really well guess what you don't really actually have to train that hard because you just know how to connect with a muscle you know how to take it through a full range of motion you know how to keep the tension on it you know how to keep your joint stable that's that's the golden ticket because what happens when you master that skill is you get better and better and better at building muscle and burning body fat you get less joint pain and you don't have to push yourself any hard so my question to you is what if you put in the same effort in the gym you got four times as much results and no joint pain. Would that be great? That's essentially what we teach clients because we do full video reviews on their form, technique, and everything to really optimize their physique for 2022. So we can wrap that up there. Those are seven mistakes that will keep you from reaching your goals in 2022. If you're ready to completely transform your physique, then there's two things. Check out the 59 Fitness Myths, which I have posted below this podcast. Uh, that will help you an awful lot to probably debunk a lot of the bullshit out there. And then next to that, if you want to book in your free six-pass strategy call with myself and the CJ coaching team, then hit the link below there and we can discuss where you are now, where you want to go and what's currently holding you back. And if you found this episode of the podcast helpful, insightful, strength to the point and no BS as I always like to be, then make sure you leave us a five-star review, subscribe and share to your Instagram stories. And we'll see you in the next episode of The Shredder Show.